morning, everyone. This is Michelle with Two Fruit Bears. Glad to be here this morning. It's been on my heart to talk about the book of Acts and um, get your, your feedback and your views and to hear what your beliefs are. I know that uh, many out there believe that Acts is a history book. And um, I want to explain my views and why I believe that is not true and uh, that um, the Acts, the book of Acts, contains the salvation plan that we are to follow to make it to heaven and, um, you know, live for the Lord. So, uh, again, I, I, the, the book of Acts to some people are, is a uh, history uh, lesson is what they believe. And I would love your feedback and I would love your viewpoint and for us to be able to communicate in brotherly and sisterly love. And uh, if you're not a believer at all, um, your, your responses, your feedbacks in a loving manner, you know, that's how we're supposed to, to, um, talk with each other and conversate with each other and, um, do this in uh, a loving way that, uh, we can agree or disagree. So with the book of Acts, you know, uh, just to give a little background, if you don't know, um, Dr. Luke wrote it and, uh, he calls it like a, a pretty much a, a continuation or, uh, a former, the former treaties have I made, which was the book of Luke, um, of all that Jesus began both to do and to te teach. And then he moves on and he writes the book of Acts. Of course, the whole Bible is the inspired word of God. You know, men wrote it, uh, through, you know, inspiration of the Holy ghost. It's, it's definitely the word of God, the infallible word of God. You know, every, every piece of the Bible is truth and it's really God speaking to us. So, in the book of Acts, you can see after Jesus's ministry, you know, he was resurrected and the book of Acts gives the account of, you know, um, he, he resurrects. It's amazing. You know, I'm sure the disciples were just in shock because they had to look back in their minds over everything Jesus spoke to them in their, in his ministry on earth and look at this and see, Hey, in three days he was going to be raised and he was, and then he ascended. But before he ascended, he told them in verse four and be, and being assembled together with them, commanded them that they should not depart from Jerusalem, but wait for the promise of the father. So what is this promise? It is the Holy ghost. So when he commands them, it's not a suggestion. It's not a choice. It's, it's a commandment. Go back to Jerusalem and wait for this promise. And so why do we need this promise? Because when Jesus ascended into heaven, it was what he brought for us in place of him being, him leaving and going, his spirit to be in us. So when you look at Matthew 28, 19 of being baptized in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Ghost, it's, it's singular, not plural, the names, not the names of, but the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Ghost. And who is the Father? It's Jesus. Who is the Son? It's Jesus. Who is the Holy Ghost? It's Jesus. When he ascended into heaven, he gave us the Holy Ghost in place as he ascended for us to, for us to have him living in our hearts. So they went back to Jerusalem. You know, it's the day of Pentecost. The festival's going on. Uh, there's many, probably thousands of people there in Jerusalem celebrating this festival. And they received the Holy Ghost with evidence of speaking in tongues. That's another language from what they normally speak. And these people heard them 
and uh, they're like thinking that Peter and everybody is drunk and Peter explains to them that they are not drunk and uh, in fact this is a prophecy from the book of uh, Joel and he tells them and explains to them about you know what this is and uh, you know Jesus dying on the cross things like that and they get pricked in their hearts and say, what, what shall we do? And Peter tells them right there in Acts 2.38. Then Peter said unto them, repent and be baptized every one of you in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of your sins. And ye shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. We're going to receive this Holy Ghost gift when we repent. This gift is given to us. And it's not, a, it's not like a choice. It is a mandate for us to receive it. It is a part of salvation. We must have Jesus living in our hearts. It's, it's, it's our walk with him. And as we grow in living for him, we will gain wisdom and understanding. How can someone know the mind of Christ unless he's living inside them? You know, it's no different than me trying to figure out what my daughter's thinking or anybody else, but I can't be inside their, their body and they can't be inside my body. So I'll never know that, but I can have the mind of Christ because he lives within me and he's teaching me every day by living within me in my heart and me having that actual literal Holy ghost by the evidence of speaking in tongues. And if you go through the whole book of Acts you will see where people were baptized in Jesus' name and received the gift of the Holy Ghost. So, I mean, it gave them power. You can see through the whole books. What an exciting book to read. You, you should really read and pray on it and get wisdom from the Lord on this for your own view. So you can see for yourself. You go into chapter 8 just to see how important it is. And um, when they're preaching to the Samaritans, and uh, the apostles hear about the Samaritans starting to believe in what was taught to them and, uh, you know, being taught concerning the kingdom of God. Then it says in verse 14, now when the apostles, which were at Jerusalem, heard that Samaria had received the word of God, they sent unto them Peter and John. And why did they, why did Peter and John travel to the Samaritans? Because they needed them to know the full truth. Verse 15, who, when they were come down, prayed for them that they might receive the Holy Ghost. For as yet he was fallen upon none of them, only they were baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus. Key note here, baptism in Jesus' name has always been the way to baptize. It started at some point, I believe, with the Catholics and that, that it got changed. Of course, the enemy is always going to try to distort the truth. He will use the truth and just give it to you in his view and um, make you believe that lie. So you have to pray against deception. You have to pray for the Lord to give you revelation, to give you discernment, to give you truth. And he will, if you ask for it, he will. It, it is not his will that any should perish, right? So you can pray for these things. And so, of course, again, like I said, it was so important for them to receive this Holy Ghost that they, they traveled to the Samaritans and they wanted them to know this truth. So, you know, if you, again, if you look at Matthew 28, 19, the Father, Son, and the Holy Ghost, who is the Father? It's Jesus. Who is the Son? It's Jesus. Who is the Holy Ghost? It's Jesus. And if you're going to baptize in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost, in literal sense, then you better baptize in every single name that there is in the Bible for Jesus. And this is a point my pastor made. It was a great point because, you know, 
We have Prince of Peace, the Comforter, Jehovah Jireh, all these different names for Jesus, for God Almighty. God Almighty is Jesus who manifested in the flesh, died for our sins, and resurrected, and then gave us the Comforter, the Holy Ghost. So, you know, it's so important to understand this. You know, if you're writing a check, you're not going to put Father. You're going to put your dad's real name, right? We need Jesus' name on us. We need Jesus Christ on us when we are baptized. You know, when we go down in that water, it's representation of his death on that cross. We, you know, we're, we're cleansing ourselves from those sins, you know, and um, it's exciting to be baptized in that name. That is a salvation name. And it is so important to get this revelation. You know, it's important to get the revelation of the one Godhead. You know, God is the Father. And who is the Father? It's Jesus. Jesus is God. God manifested himself in the flesh. So when you go on in Acts, you can see where everybody was baptized in the name of Jesus and received the gift of the Holy Ghost. You know, at first it was for the Jews. And then you get into chapter 10 with Cornelius. This is one of my favorite chapters in the whole Bible because it was for us, you know, we're the Gentiles, right? Gentiles are non-Jews, right? So Cornelius was a great man of God and um, he loved him. He paid his alms. He lived for the Lord, but he didn't know the salvation plan. And um, he, he was praying and the angel comes to him in a vision and says, your prayer comes up to God as a memorial prayer. And, you know, there's two different kinds of prayers or your instant uh, answered prayers and your memorial prayers. And that's another podcast, another, another episode. And just, just know if you are praying something over and over, that's a memorial prayer. Don't give up because at some point God's going to answer and maybe he's testing you, but you don't give up on those prayers. You keep praying them because at some point that prayer is going to be answered. So back to Acts, um, Cornelius was praying and the angel comes to him and tells him to pretty much connect with Peter and, uh, Peter and Cornelius connect, and uh, as they do, the Holy Ghost falls on Cornelius, and Peter and his Jewish brothers and sisters, or brothers that traveled with him, were in shock because the Holy Ghost, they saw it. Evidence of speaking in tongues. They watched it, and they were like, uh, what stops us from baptizing them in the name of Jesus? And so they baptized Cornelius and his whole household, and it says he was saved. His, him and his household were saved. So you have to understand this is the salvation plan. But then we continue to walk. We're walking daily and growing and being sanctified. And, and we're trying to be holy like he is holy. We're not perfect. We sin. We have human error. We repent. But you initially must have the salvation plan. It is so important. And it's so, it's so exciting because you will literally have Jesus inside of your body in your temple. And he will speak to you. And he will give you um, things in your, your heart and in your mind and, and the unctions from the Holy Ghost to help you to walk in the right way. And uh, it's for everyone. It is for today. It is not a history lesson. This Holy Ghost and baptism in Jesus' name is for you today. So let's pray. Dear Father Jesus, we come to you this morning asking you right now in Jesus' name to let this revelation fall on every ear that hears it. Let the one, one Godhead fall on everybody. Let truth fall on everyone. And, and Jesus, please let people know your word. Let them know your truth and give them revelation of acts 
truth, salvation plan, Lord. Let them understand it. Let them receive it. Let them accept it. Let them believe it. And if there is doubt anywhere, Lord, we rebuke doubt in the name of Jesus. We rebuke the lies of the enemy right now in Jesus' name and ask you right now to remove the scales from every single person from their eyes, Lord, that may not believe this. Talk to them, Lord. Give them truth. In Jesus' name we pray. So if you have feedback or questions or want to give your views on this, please write us info at twofruitbearers.com. We're excited to hear from you. We're excited to pray for you. If you write us at prayers at twofruitbearers.com, we will take our your prayers and pray for them and even bring them to our church. We would love to hear from you. And so in ending, you can always go shop at www.twofruitbearers.com. That's our shop. And um, we're excited to, to hear from you. We would love to just know your thoughts. So write us. Michelle with Two Fruit Bearers. Talk to you soon.